you know, it's not Karachi, this is not East Pakistan, this is not India, this is not Ireland, this is never records, this is never records, this is never records. And certainly me. In the crash, in, in the booth with never records. With 13 minutes. Across the ocean, from New York to Liverpool to Derry, we are the ones who believe that through joy we can forever live. Thank you, Never Records. I'm sorry I touched your microphone. <laughs> You are not listening to Never Records on Converge Radio 99.9 FM. Welcome to episode 126 of Never Records Radio. My name is Ted Reederer, and I'm an artist and musician who lives and works in New York City. From the Mississippi to the River Jordan and back to the Missouri via the East River with the Thames, the River Foil, and a bunch of other bodies of water in between. I've recorded musicians, poets, historians, dollar store shoppers, anyone and any sound that can be cut to a vinyl for free in Never Records. The Never Records archive continues to grow. To this date, there are over 600 recordings from dozens of cities around the world. Back in October 2020, I put out a call to artists and musicians to testify about their lives during the pandemic. Over 50 performers from 20 cities around the world sent me sounds, and some brave souls even recorded with me in my art studio in Queens. I call this anthology Apocalypse Anthems. Let me describe this next recording to you. Rose, Theo, and I live on a beautiful tree-lined street in a quiet enclave in Long Island City. We live in my uncle's brownstone, which has now been in the family for four generations. It's just a few blocks from Silver Cup Studios, so our street has appeared in dozens of films and TV shows, as it presents perfectly as the quintessential New York block. If you've ever seen The Sopranos, Sex and the City, 30 Rock, Gossip Girl, The Devil Wears Prada, you've seen our street. I wish you could take a walk with our two-year-old around the neighborhood. I joke he is the prince of our block. He gets a free donut from Dunkin' Donuts in the corner, a free cookie from the all-night diner, free fortune cookies from Hank, who owns the local Chinese restaurant. But perhaps the funnest place to go with Theo is the Key Food, an inexpensive supermarket less than a block from our house. When he walks up to the row of cashiers, they all chime in unison, Theo. It's very rare that he doesn't get a gift, which could be anything from a pack of gum to a set of plastic vegetables and a miniature grocery basket. When the pandemic first hit New York, it was apocalyptic. A friend of ours who was a nurse told us people were dying in the halls of his hospital. The sounds of sirens were constant, and this little grocery store became the center of our world. It's not a fancy store, but it's always well-stocked with staples. It was like a movie those dark days. The shelves emptied, first the toilet paper, then the meat, then produce. 
It was as if we were living in a disaster film instead of our neighborhood being a set for some Tony TV show. The store manager looked more and more haggard and worried, and he told us the truckers were walking off the job for fear of getting sick, and he didn't know what to do. We've all been living in this same disaster film. The Mayo Clinic has a term for it. Depersonalization, derealization disorder. The feeling that you're living in a movie. The songs I'm going to share with you today are theatrical and cinematic. Each track intricately constructed like a mini play. Written as a response to our COVID year, they perfectly embody our collective experiences. We're going to begin with a band from Kansas City called Dimension Bill Edwards with a live performance of a song called Entrance. writing this before COVID, but we hadn't finished it, so it started to incorporate some of the feelings from quarantine. I feel very quarantined right now. Welcome to the outside. Do you have an appointment? I'll buzz you in. At the hall in trance. At the hall in trance. Four digit pen. You cast you through to my home office. But I'm out for lunch. The chair is empty. Take a seat. The closer tells you. Sending in the entrance, sending in the entrance, sending in the entrance, sending in the entrance. You receive the signal rocking through your spinal visionary symbols, assemble in a worm dance. I can tell at a glance you're new to the branch and level is in trance. Level is in trance. Level is in trance. Level is in trance. The cycle continues. Are you an essential? Well, then display your credentials. Put on through to the approved circumference. Then you will surrender. Give yourself to the entrance. Surrender to the entrance. Give yourself to the entrance. And just surrender to the entrance. You receive. No respiratory lung needles living in the droplets Do a viral worm dance Let's get you up in finance Escalate and raise into the main entrance To the main entrance To the main entrance To the main entrance 
Listening to Never Records. That was Dimension Bill Edwards with a track called Entrance. Listening to it now, it has the sound of a board mix which, to the uninitiated, is a recording made directly from a mixing board. The vocals and the instruments are all close mics, so it has an intimacy a room recording lacks. It's a really nice contrast to some of the other recordings I've shared from Apocalypse Anthems. I love the story behind the name of the band. According to Melissa, the name Dimension Bill Edwards comes from a mysterious sign that Matt originally saw while having some beers with co-workers in a little parking lot behind an Italian restaurant named Cupini's. This weird sign has the name Dimension Bill Edwards burned into both sides of it, and no one knew where it came from, what it meant, or who Bill Edwards was. No one had claimed any interest in the sign, so when Matt quit working there, we brought it home and hung it on our wall. She continues, Eventually, we discovered that Bill Edwards had been a property and business owner in the neighborhood where we found the sign. This had been approximately 1920s, 30s, or 40s. 
and there had been signs all around the neighborhood that read, a mind gets opened when it starts thinking in a new dimension. Bill Edwards. <laughs> Love it. Our sign is partially broken and only reads Dimension Bill Edwards. They're working on a new album, and you can find a link to the band's page at secretshape.com, the home of Apocalypse Anthems. Let me describe this next recording to you. Clark's In Space is a project by the Kansas City-based musician Clark Wyatt. I first met Clark when he recorded with the Short Round String Band, a ripping bluegrass band that he leads with his partner Betsy Ellis, who is a world-renowned fiddle player herself. Clark is a bit of a polymath, who has actually blossomed during quarantine. He's been habitually recording multi-instrumental songs single-handedly, even producing green screen videos, where he can be seen accompanying himself. He's one of those musicians that can switch effortlessly between banjo, guitar, keyboards, and drums, as well as being a fantastic recording engineer and producer. During this past year, he became fed up with insensitivity towards the Black Lives Matter movement, and the epic track, How Does It Feel, was born. It's so well wrought and recorded that it's hard to believe Clark wrote and performed every instrument except for some fiddle by Betsy. Here is Clark's in Space with Fiddle Betsy with his cathartic song, How Does It Feel? Checking in, just checking in. How does it feel? Beguiled or defiled, streamlined or maligned, forgotten and old, heartbroken and cold. Do you feel all right?
not listening to Never Records. That was Clarkson Space with Fiddle Betsy performing the song How Does It Feel? I find that track so inspiring and I urge you to check out more from Clark and Betsy who are forces of nature, hurricaning down on Kansas City's music scene. I was messaging Betsy during the recording sessions, and she wrote, Clark just came downstairs after reamping the guitar and keyboard, and he is feeling it so hard right now. Be prepared for hints of Zep, MDC, ELO, and nothing like any of those. The other day while working downstairs and hearing the hardcore section a bunch of times, I got really stressed out just because it hits so hard. I would throw Fishbone and Jellyfish into that mix. Jellyfish being a recording engineer's favorite because of how well-crafted and recorded the music is. So, so good. Let me describe this next recording to you. This next track came from a brand new Never Records musician named Sarah Galvin. She came recommended by Steve Savitz of Amoeba Man from the Brooklyn Academy of Music Sessions. And I'm so glad she found Never Records as her track, Food Shopping at the Dollar Store, adds some much-needed levity to Apocalypse Anthems. Food Shopping at the Dollar Store Food Shopping at the Dollar Store You paid 108 for each thing you ate They'll never charge you a penny more Food shopping at the dollar store. Food 
hot beans and miscreant teens. Guaranteed not to be a bore. Food shopping at that dollar store. I don't mean the kind you'll find downstate. That 99 is a hook and bait. Left of the decimals, the true price. When it's a zero, ooh, that's nice. Food shopping at the dollar store. Food shopping at that dollar store. They got canned up meats and tasty treats. Inactive yeast and fancy feast. Chef Boyer don't end Dunkin' Hines. Slanted rhymes and copyright crimes. If you're looking for a little fun, they got a two-in-one paperclip gun. Just when you thought it was so cheap, your eyes bulge out when you see the receipt. When you say to yourself, 42 times, it's only a buck, just 10 slim dimes. And tack on New York State sales tax, comes 45, 60, them some facts. It's almost 50 bucks if you round up. And do you really need that now? Shopping at the dollar store, food shopping at the dollar store. They got house of surprises, can't believe your eyes. They even put in a sliding door. Food shopping at the dollar store, food shopping at the dollar store. You made 108 for each thing you ate. They never charge you a penny more. You are not listening to Never Records. That was Sarah Galvin with the song Food Shopping at the Dollar Store. I asked all the participants in Apocalypse Anthems to send a bunch of photographs to accompany their music. So be sure to check out her pictures at secretshape.com. She actually made a miniature Lazy Boy chair out of 99-cent cornbread from Dollar Tree. Even though the track makes light of economic hardship, it does so in a brilliantly sincere way, in the tradition of Weird Al or Borscht Belt musical comedian Henny Youngman. It's vaudeville meets our current economic crisis. Check out her SoundCloud page. That's Sarah Galvin. Thank you for listening to Never Records. A heartfelt thanks to Dimension Bill Edwards, Clark, Betsy, and Sarah. And a big hug to all the people that make Never Records possible. I'd also like to thank you, dear listener, for listening, whoever and wherever you are. Hang in there. For more information, pictures, and video from today's session, please visit secretshape.com. If you want to see some of my sculptures and artwork, visit tedreaderer.net. That's a name that causes dyslexia. R-I-E-D-E-R-E-R. This show would not be heard if it weren't for Scott Morfitt, who encouraged me to make this show at Converge Radio, which puts Never Records on the actual airwaves. You are not listening to Never Records. Never Records.